Assalamu alaikum, queridas. My name is Akila El Shabazz Pope, and welcome to the Muslimas Making Moves podcast. Today, we're going to talk about three actionable tips that, inshallah, will help you in your wellness journey in 2024 and beyond. Let's get into it. As a chronic illness and ADHD girly, not to mention a wife and a business owner, sometimes it can feel like playing life on hard mode, but that does not mean that we should give up. As women, it's paramount for us to have systems in place to help us with our wellness journeys and staying consistent with them because if we don't, oftentimes our self-care gets put on the back burner. So with that in mind, our first tip is energy management. In 2021, we had just moved to San Diego and I tried out the 2020 routine to help me keep my wellness goals kind of intact because everything was kind of crazy. The 2020 routine is a morning routine developed by a man named Robin Sharma. He's the author of the 5am club and is essentially a way of prioritizing your self-care so that the first hour of the morning, you are doing something for your spiritual health, you are doing something for your mental health, and you are doing something for your physical health. So what that looks like is 20 minutes of movement, whether that is like a hit routine, a little workout, some stretching, then you're gonna do 20 minutes of reflection. So for us as Muslims, that could be 20 minutes of fajr and then some ithkar on top of it. Or if you're not somebody who stays awake after fajr, making fajr, going to sleep, waking up, doing your ithkar, Quran journaling or whatever that is for you. And then 20 minutes of reading so something that fuels your brain and fuels your pursuit of knowledge so that way at least if you don't get to it later on in the day you've gotten it out of the way within that first hour so what does that have to do with energy management it, I was noticing it was starting to be a little bit more difficult for me staying with the same routines every single day. So what I would do is on days where I was having a more of a tough day, like really bad migraines or something like that, I would have like a five minute go-to yoga or stretching video on YouTube that I didn't even have to think about. I would just go on there, it was there, and I could check it off. There was no decision fatigue, just really easy. Then on like a mid-level energy day, I would get like a 15-minute HIIT workout. I still know the exact video that I used in 2021. And then I would pair that with a mobility or stretching routine to get like a 30-minute workout. And on a higher energy workout day, I would just go to the gym and do like an hour, hour and a half. I really don't like to be in the gym longer than 90 minutes, but a more of a longer, more intense workout. That way I was always moving and it wasn't like, I wasn't dreading my, my exercise routine. This is also great for making sure that you're moving during different parts of your menstrual cycle. So if you're somebody who notices that in your luteal and in your menstrual phase, which are basically the two weeks before your period starts and then the week of your period, if you notice that movement just becomes so hard for you and you just don't have the motivation to move, these can be those low energy days or even those mid energy days. And then during your ovulatory and follicular phase, that's when you can do the mid and a high level energy routine. So we can make sure that while being a woman is amazing, it comes with a lot of intricacies like the inability to operate the exact same every single day like men can. We have to take into account the different ebbs and flows of our menstrual cycles if we are still menstruating and ensure that we are optimizing our, our wellness routines around that. 
So it's an amazing way to make sure that regardless of your energy levels throughout different parts of the month, that you are ensuring that you're keeping that momentum up and keeping up with movement. I later started to call this my energy inspired movement method. I know, fancy, fancy, but I, inshallah, will plug it in the show notes, a little notion template that you can just plug and drop your favorite workout routines from like YouTube, for example, just in there. And then on those days where you're just, you don't want to think about anything, you just want to get your workout done, you can just click on the little link and your workouts there and ready for you. Now this brings us into the next one, which is movement over exercise. I've found that with myself, with my clients, that making movement a part of your daily life is so much easier and so much more sustainable than thinking of, I have to go to the gym three times a week, or I have to get 150 minutes of moderate level exercise in every single week. That just makes it seem boring. And what I've found is for me specifically, I like to switch up my routines. I'm not a two sets of 10 this week, two sets of 12 next week type of girly. I just get bored. I'm not gonna stick with it. I know that about myself. So instead, I found movement patterns that I really, really like, like movement flows, primal movement patterns, um, martial arts routines. Those are things that I love doing. And although it's not as structured and as like systematic, I'm working out and moving way more when I focus on doing that than just making sure I'm going to the gym three times a week and checking it off of a list. So if there's a specific type of movement that you love doing, if you're somebody who loves cycling, going to maybe like a cycle bar or going to um, a gym that actually just has like some type of bike and making sure that you can get the Peloton app or YouTube videos or whichever and just do that for 15 to 30 minutes a day. If that's what you like, you're going to be able to do that for a longer period of time. It should be enjoyable. Wellness should be a fun journey, not something that you dread. The last tip is starting small. If you are somebody who goes for walks every day already, try going for jogs. If you're somebody who jogs all the time already, go for runs, switch up your elevation, try to go hiking. But don't just make these drastic changes overnight because although you might get a lot of results really quickly, it's also just as likely that you're gonna yo-yo and put all the weight back on or sink back into old habits because you're just changing too much too fast. And I know if you're hearing, what are you talking about? Walk outside, jog, run, it's cold. I'm from upstate New York, I get it. If it's too snowy out or it's too cold out, take the stairs. If you don't got stairs in your house, do some jumping jacks. If jumping jacks are too hard, do some modified jumping jacks, push-ups, modified push-ups. When there is a will, there is a way. Our bodies are in a manna from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we just prioritize thinking about it in a positive way, like my body is a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is something that has been loaned to me and I have to take care of it and I can move and that's amazing and I deserve to have a life where I'm able to move and have fun and play with my kids or go hiking with my friends. I deserve that rather than I need to lose five pounds so I have to go to the gym and do, you know, X, Y, Z. You see the, the difference in the reframe? The beauty is oftentimes found in the pivots and in the reframes of the thoughts that we already have. And then once we start to make those little small changes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in Hadith Qudsi that if we go to him walking, he will come to us running. We just have to make the initial steps and then inshallah, Allah will 
handle the rest of it. We just have to stay consistent and take that first step. Those small, actionable steps over time can make a world of difference. So I hope you guys found those three tips helpful. If you did, please share this with, with somebody you think can benefit from it. And I know you guys might be thinking, what can I expect from this podcast? So essentially in 2021, or not even 2021, 2020, I saw a specific Netflix show <laughs> with a Muslim woman, and I really like this girl. I like this character a lot. And then the narrative switched into her basically Islam oppressing her and her taking off her hijab. And that type of rhetoric just continuously started to be in the media. And I was like, we just... I know that we're upset with these stories being told, but if we are, we're just going to have to start telling our stories for ourselves and we're going to have to grow ourselves and put ourselves out there so people can see Muslim women are out here doing their thing. So inshallah, through this podcast, I can share with you guys all things self-improvement and mindfulness and things that I've just been kind of putting in my toolbox over the years that I can share with you guys and not like I'm some expert but just like a guide maybe that's two or three steps ahead of you and it's like hey don't fall in that hole I just saw it just sharing some of those tips with you so we can help ourselves be the best versions of ourselves possible not just for other people but for ourselves first and foremost and then inshallah in the future I'll be bringing Muslim women onto the podcast to speak about how they go through their lives and focus on self-improvement and self-care and excelling in whatever field they're in, whether they're a stay-at-home mom, figuring out how to juggle being a stay-at-home mom and being a wife and, and balancing their their growth and their, their religious spiritual journeys, or whether they're a business owner or they're a doctor, just bringing more Muslim women on here to tell their stories and maybe serve as some motivation for someone who is in similar shoes but not quite there bringing on people who are two to 20 steps ahead of us to share with us how they did what they did and to put our stories out there because they deserve to be heard and to help us become the best versions of ourselves. So inshallah, that will be something in the relatively near future. But until then, I will continue to post um, videos about self-improvement and mindfulness with the focus of Islam, uh, this constant undercurrent that is so present in all of our lives, or we're trying to make it that way. Because another thing I saw was just the self-improvement and wellness space was so dominated by men specifically. And then there was so much of it that was not in line with Islamic principles. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but what I found is some of the stuff just doesn't vibe with our teachings and also I found myself constantly looking for stuff that after I found it realized that was already in Islam those things were already there Harahachibu, like the blue zones in, in Okinawa this concept of eating until you're 80 percent full and we have that you know filling your stomach with one third of air one third of food one third of water like these concepts oftentimes are found in our faith and not saying that other cultures and ideas don't have something to contribute, but I think it's just beautiful to see that there are so many rich things that are already in our own faith that can that can help us grow. So if that sounds like your jam, if you want to come hang out and vibe with me once to a couple times a week, go ahead and follow, subscribe, share with a friend, and inshallah, I will talk with you ladies soon. 
praying you all have a week filled with abundant light and radiant health. Assalamu alaikum.